Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is the most wonderful time of the year. And for a lot of people, it is. Sadly, not for all. Uh, for many, once the season of parties and the festivities kicks off, it can also be, you know, uh, the entry into a very dark, dark time. The holiday blues are a real thing. And experts say if you don't manage your expectations, you can actually make it worse. Let's bring in Doc Aaron Amate of DocAmate.com. Good to have you. Thank you, Alex. Um, This is one of those things that it's not spoken about a lot. But what is it about the holidays that triggers, you know, such a darkness? Well, there's a few things. Uh, First, you mentioned about the expectations. Uh, Too many people have way too many uh, expectations. Um, And probably the biggest one is that they somehow think that this Christmas is going to be any different than all the other ones when they go see their families. Okay, so unresolved issues keep coming up over and over, and old, you know, historical traumas or, I mean, quote-unquote traumas or other, you know, problematic situations uh, get raised, and, you know, it, they're not, expect, they're, they're not uh, prepared for it because they, for some reason, don't think that, you know, the best predictor of the future is past events over and over and over. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one reason. Yeah, it, it's interesting because the suicide rate doesn't spike, as I understand, until the spring, and I think most people assume it's this time of year. Um, that right. it does, but is there a gateway? Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, that's one of the great misnomers that uh, suicide peaks then. No, depression may uh, hit, but not necessarily suicide because people are trying so hard not to ruin the holidays for other people. So they kind of, you know, suck it up, so to speak. Uh, they're miserable. Many people, you know, either uh, they go to places and are miserable uh, while they do it, and they look at everybody else seeming to have fun, um, or they avoid, uh, you know, family and friends, and that makes them feel isolated. And we know that isolation can really, uh, you know, lead to suicide uh, and other mental health issues. So it may not necessarily be a gateway, but it's a big struggle for people. And then they say, uh, January, okay, I'm going to, you know, they try to fool themselves into saying, I'll do these revolution, uh, resolutions, mm-hmm. I will try to you know, start the year off great, and unfortunately, it doesn't happen that way. And, you know, so they have another disappointing uh, year. And so, you know, it gets to them. And, you know, March, April, May, around that time, they might finally succumb. Do you recommend resolutions? Oh, God, no. You uh, don't, I eh? Tell, <laughs> I tell people never do that. It's Why? It's a, it's a setup for disaster, number one, because um, most people don't do it right. They get into the habit of making resolutions they know they're going to break. Um, you know, we can have a whole ch- chat about that if you'd like again, um, about how to do resolutions correctly. And I always tell people, don't set it as a resolution. Set it as a goal, but not on January 1st or December 31st. Rather, it should be something you strive for every day. Make it reasonable. Make it um, time-limited. And, uh, you know, you, you can do it the right way. And build in um, provisions that it's okay to trip once in a while. 
Exactly. Um, that you have to have patience and, you know, it has to be something that's manageable and short term, as I said, because that way you can see the success. And so many people say, oh, geez, I want to lose 30 pounds. I've only lost one or two. I'll never get there. Well, that one or two means that you're in the right direction. So keep building on that and you'll eventually get there if you do it right. And as you say, there will be slips and don't, you know, don't not expect it. So when you're dealing with someone who might be prone to, um, whether it's depression or anxiety or anything like that, what, what do you generally uh, tell them to do at this time of year to get through? Right, that's very important. So I say, you know, again, it's going back to managing expectations. So I say have a couple of supports that you know that you can count on. All you need literally is the sense that one person is there for you. Even if you don't even have, uh, don't call on them, as long as you have that feeling that they are available. So um, having some, you know, that one person in your life, most people have at least one. Don't think you need 50 or anything else, just one person. And, you know, and, and don't expect them to call you up and say, hey, how are you doing? If you're feeling a bit down, this is what most people do. They have the they, they want to live in a reality that uh, somehow works the way they want it to versus adapting to the reality that they really have. So don't expect people out of the blue are going to call you. If they don't usually do that, you call them. Oh, I don't want to be a burden on them. Well, if you're a burden, they're going to let you know. Or, you know, you can try to pick it up in their tone. Um, there's nothing wrong with reaching out to people. And like I said, have that one person. Have a few people as backup if you need it. And um, I also say stay healthy. You know, you don't Stay off social media. Oh, geez, yeah. Try to stay away from social media. Don't start, you know, uh, searching old, um, you know, exes and everything. That's just really depressing to see how well they're doing. Um, And they just have some kind of routine planned. And I don't mean an overwhelming routine. Just say, you know, like this week, I'm going to meet one particular person, go for a coffee, whatever. It doesn't have to be a giant party. Human contact's important. Yeah. Um, What about those with addictions? Because it's a very hard time because there's nonstop partying non-stop food you're just surrounded by uh really every every kind of um you know temptation out there yeah (laughs) yeah uh exactly drugs uh, alcohol food all of that um and there's a lot of shame involved and shame can be a trigger so what i tell my patients to do is again it's being reasonable sorry not reasonable it's having reasonable expectations not fooling yourself into thinking oh i can manage it if you know that previously you've been sober or you know you've been good with your diet and that when you go to the family dinner or if there's a certain party and you know that every year you you know you slip then you know i don't say avoid it i say have someone that you trust and that you you know that you respect have them as your anti fun wing person so to speak uh, and there's no shame in that so, you know, you tell them, look, no matter what I do, don't let me have any drinks or don't let me go more than two or don't let me have more than three chocolates or something like that, whether it's a spouse or someone else. It's important because people think, oh, shouldn't I be able to control myself? Yeah, you should. But we're humans. We yeah. do have our weaknesses. Recognize them and then counter them. Yeah. And not to mention, it's a special occasion. You just think it's a special occasion. It can be a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are great at rationalizing their bad behaviors. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because this is the time of year where, I, you know, you love to see the family, you want to be around them, but it is a, it's always a really big opportunity for that fight at the table, eh? Oh, and if it's not the fight, it's the tension, <laughs> and people get very disappointed. And I say, look, if there are these family dynamics, and there usually are... I, I, I can't uh, see that there's... No, I, I would have to think that every family has, you know, a dynamic... Well, everyone does, and some are more unhealthy than others. And I say that if that's the case, 
find the one or two family members that you're closest with and, you know, whether it's your spouse or someone else and and talk to them ahead of time and just say, look, you know what, you know, brother A and I are having a little bit of a problem. So do you mind if I, you know, kind of escape to you? I'll give you a signal. Like just have a plan ahead of time. And so many people don't do that. You've got to be strategic. And again, it boils down to being realistic about what your family is like or what your dinners with people are like, uh, who you are or what you are like yourself. There's no shame in that. It's actually more adaptive to be realistic about your, you know, yourself, the people around you, your experiences. Is it your experience professionally that you will see more people after Christmas? Will they seek the help or do they have to be pushed into it? Um, you mean like for new clients? Yeah, like do you see that people are ready to, to, to reach out for help? Uh, no, because not right afterwards, because that Christmas season, it's, you know, they're so busy and trying to just make it through. Um, in the first week or so of uh, January, once everything's kind of settled, because uh, also people go away on vacation and yeah. so on, once that kind of settles, then they can, uh, you know, kind of have the wherewithal to contact me or to another therapist and, you know, and try to get help. But they don't usually do it in the middle of a crisis. Some yeah. do. Yeah, no, they don't. You have to kind of, I guess, bottom out. Uh, bottom out or yeah it's i mean i do not not to uh like i don't want to misportray it i mean there are people who do come to me in crisis all the time yeah uh, right but it's not necessarily after christmas like i said after that period it really is it's just they, they often tell themselves i just have to make it through make it through hold my breath and make it through and so that's why i say a few weeks afterwards that's when they kind of say you know what Phew, you know i've got to let go i've got to breathe and that's when they come. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's a great time of year, but for some it is tough. And uh, hopefully you can just reach out. It's pretty basic, as you say. It is. And, uh, you know, and the other thing, just last thing is, you know, don't ex- like don't let other people set your expectations. Why do you have to buy all these different gifts or, you know, go shopping here, or go to these parties? Do what feels right for you. If you're starting to feel the stress or the tension, you know, work with it. Be adaptive. I mean, in my family, we put a moratorium on gift giving around uh, with adults. Other people do like the Secret Santa. So you're just getting one gift for one person rather than getting 20 gifts for everybody. Yeah, I I tend to agree. It does take a lot of stress off. We just buy for the kids and it's, you know, it takes a a lot of stress out of the house. Um, Oren, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Merry uh, Christmas Christmas to you. Thanks for coming on and we'll have you in the new year. I look forward to it. Thank you. Doc Oren Amate joining us, uh, you know, with um, the reality that this is not always an easy time for all. And it can be as simple as just, like you said, reach out and uh, give someone a call. It can brighten their day.